0: Welcome to Magnetic Success, the podcast for ambitious female entrepreneurs ready to ditch the struggle, unlock their inner power, break through their hidden mindset blocks, and up-level their life. I'm your host, Kirsta Kamarowskis, and I'm a mindset expert, success coach, and seven-figure entrepreneur. Each week, I'll be sharing powerful mindset tips, manifestation techniques, and spiritual tools and practices to help you embody the most successful version of you, so you can leverage the power of your mind and Law of Attraction to transform your business from the inside out and create a life without limits. Hello, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Magnetic Success. So happy for you to be coming back and listening again, so thank you for tuning in. Today I'm really, really excited to be bringing another amazing guest, Sarah Schenkovich. I had to practice that and get it spelled phonetically for me so I could pronounce it right, so hopefully I got that right, Sarah. You did, well done. (laughs) <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Sarah is a strategy and alignment coach. She runs a healing business and she coaches business owners through strategy, mindset, and energy alignment. And she also uses EFT. For those of you that aren't aware, EFT is emotional freedom technique. It's otherwise known as tapping, right? It's a tool to help us overcome beliefs and make shifts subconsciously and energetically and vibrationally. And she uses it to help her clients overcome blocks which is something that we'll be talking to as we go through this episode. So welcome Sarah and thanks so much for coming on to share your golden nuggets of wisdom with us. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. So just to kind of set the scene before we start getting into it, Sarah does teach a lot, she obviously teaches a lot on mindset and energetics but she also teaches strategy so I'm I was never going to come and talk about strategy per se on this podcast but what's really really interesting about this conversation is we're going to talk about the mindset that is required behind strategy and the mindset that can get in between you making your strategy successful so we're going to talk about a couple of things that I know have plagued me at the beginning of my coaching journey and sort of having to build an online presence and become a personal brand, because quite frankly, if you're used to hiding in the shadows, it's quite a terrifying prospect. So I know you're going to really, really love hearing what she's going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about visibility, visibility fears, fears of selling, and then tools that you can use to overcome these. So stay tuned and have a listen to what Sarah's going to share with us. So thank you so much, Sarah. So do you want to start just by sharing a little bit more information about you and what you do and how you help?
1: Yeah, sure. So thanks for the lovely intro. Yeah, I think strategy is so important because it's about having that vision. And I think sometimes it can sound a bit technical, like, oh, it sounds really business speak and a bit sort of jargony. But really, it's just knowing what your vision is. And you know that you have all the answers. It's not about somebody else telling you this is the gimmicky thing that's like the latest thing that everybody has to do. It's about tuning in and saying, What is the most important thing for me in my lifestyle? How do I want my business to fit into that vision? Not as like success at all costs. You know, what is this holistic view of how I want to live? How I want my business to be? Who I want to serve? And that can inform then the strategy, which is a plan to make it happen. So it's that step-by-step guide. And then the alignment piece of feeling really good about it, feeling really Mm. energized about it. Knowing that it's not somebody else's blueprint, it's your blueprint. And that's what I love helping people to do, bringing the head and the heart together, that you're working, moving forward, loving what you do. And, you know, when that self-protection does come up, as it will, because we're stretching, we're growing, we're growing out of our comfort zone, then we can have the tools to help us to, you know, ease them, soothe them, transform them so that we can really show up and shine our most authentic self.
0: Absolutely. I love that. You are speaking my language. It's so easy for us to think, because especially with the power of copywriting, right? On social media, like marketers, I'm not putting anyone down for this because we all market, right? We all want to speak to our ideal customer. But if we're not aware, we can get so pulled in to the things that's wrong with us because we're listening to it. You know, this is the problem. I identify with that. I've got that. This is the solution that you need. And if you don't use this, you won't get success. And if we are allowing our subconscious to be completely open to that, like think advertising, think politicians, like they all use, they're very mindfully used words, the power of suggestion, the power of language, right? So if we then allow ourselves, and and I'm speaking from experience to get pulled in, then we suddenly start telling ourselves that if we don't use this one, then we can't find success. So we're starting to actually create even more limiting beliefs. And then what happened with me was I ended up, trying to do strategies that I just, I was so resistant and I was trying to force my, I'm like, no, I'm just out of my comfort zone. Like Mm. this is just me growing, but it wasn't, it was me forcing through resistance, not realizing and not trusting myself enough because I spent so much time trusting people outside of me on Facebook ads and telling myself that I didn't know that it was really, really hard to make that shift to, oh, okay, I've got to start trusting myself and actually that's quite scary because what's that going to look like and how can I guarantee that I'm going to get results but when you're pushing and forcing with a strategy that isn't in alignment doesn't feel authentic then you're not going to get the results anyway are you
1: yeah and the worst thing about you know the dark side of marketing the people who really do go to town on that is that then they'll say it's not the strategy that's wrong it's you you're not doing it right And, you know, it can end up internalizing that, oh, well, maybe there's something wrong with me or Mm. there's something wrong with the way I'm doing it. And, you know, it just puts a load of blocks in the road and creates more, like you say, more limiting beliefs. So, you know, that's why I think it's so important to know what your vision is, know what's important to you. And then when you come across a Facebook ad or an expert that you feel like might be aligned, You've got an anchor point that you're centered in mm. yourself that you can be discerning and say, Is this going to help me with my goal? Mm. Or am I just giving my power away to somebody who's telling me what my goal should be? And I think that's a journey that we all go on in the early days of our business Completely. because we don't always know what we want and we don't no. know what the pathway is. And we're figuring it all out and it all sounds so amazing. It sounds
0: amazing, right? Yeah. Totally. But it's
1: like, you know, being able to come back to yourself, centre, know what your goals are, then you can make really informed decisions. I feel like that is such a place of power and groundedness.
0: Definitely. And like you say, it is a journey and it's okay for anyone that is at this point, because like I said, I went through this for a really long time. Okay. I'll be honest, guys. I don't feel yeah, like you're it's alone. There. Yeah. It's just, you know, we, this episode is to really help guide you. If you do feel like you're there, then we'll help give you some direction as to moving forward. But it is a process to also discover your natural talents and realize what you've got, because we're so often the last people to tell ourselves what we're good at or even recognize it in ourselves. Like we have friends saying, you're so amazing at this. And you're like, what? I can't see that. And we just, so part of this is just like, you know, that inner work to elevate our own self-worth and actually see us for who we really are so that we can build that trust, right? Yeah. Know
1: who you are. know who you want to serve. And, you know, I always talk about like the experimental phase at the beginning. Like it's okay to try a few different things. Like Mm. we don't always know the strategy straight off the bat. And even when you do, it's still evolving. So it's okay to experiment, try a few different things. But if you're getting to that point where you're just trying lots of things and not giving it long enough and, you know, just going around in circles, that's a really good place to kind of stop experimenting, pick one thing and run with it. But I think that there is definitely a time to just figure things out, try a few things like, do I like this strategy? I'm going to give it a go. Do I like doing it this way? Is this working for me? Does this align with my natural talents? And if it does, keep doing it, tweak it to your own style. And if it doesn't, it's okay to drop it. And I think that's the other thing is it like, when you can feel like I've put so much time into this, I've put so much investment or money and it has to work or else. Yeah, that can be a very dangerous place as well, because we push, we kind of ignore that part that says, seriously, no, it's time to stop. Yeah, we go and try and make it work. And that can lead to burnout in the end because we're forcing things. We're pushing against our own natural self.
0: Yeah. And I love what you've just been talking about, because it's so important to just be okay getting it wrong because we're going to get it wrong most more often than we're going to get it right. and that's okay. It's part of the journey. It's what it's supposed to be like. It doesn't mean anything about us. So if we remove that meaning and stop calling ourselves a failure because something didn't work and stop incorporating that within our identity and our own beliefs about ourselves, and we can just be open to the possibility of of it, maybe it's going to work, maybe it's not, maybe it's 50-50, who knows? But if it doesn't work, it's just leading me to something that is going to work. So it's all good. Even if I invest the money and it doesn't work, I still invested on finding something different and and a shortcut because I could have spent that. Time trying to figure that out myself on for YouTube videos or whatever for two years. I, you know, at least I've saved myself a lot of time. And there will still always be nuggets in whatever you've invested in. You are still going to have learned something, right? Yeah,
1: hundred percent. And I think not internalize it. You know, being quite. And I think because we, you know, tend to be in our industry sensitive, and you know, we feel really deeply. One of the things that really helped me early on was to have that distance, like my business has its own entity Mm. and I have my own entity and trying to sort of keep a bit of that professional distance that boundary yeah so that it's not like I'm a failure yeah because my god the weight of that so heavy and if you can just say okay I'm going to try a few things this works this doesn't work and be really objective and that's where that you know being more strategic can help you know being the CEO of your business yeah it's a bit more in that queen archetype it's a bit more sort of not as emotionally attached to the outcome it's you can be a bit more discerning about what meaning you want to make to that story
0: yeah absolutely that's gold right there everyone absolute gold because otherwise when it comes to using law of attraction in our business like we do you use the word attachment like we get emotionally attached to the outcome which then just repels what we're trying to attract anyway. And the more we can disassociate our identity from the business's identity and just, I love that, and just allow us to sort of live differently. We're basically just elevating our minds, elevating up, giving ourselves a broader perspective instead of being right down on the ground in the nuts and bolts, getting completely emotionally involved with every little thing. Mm. It's like, no, don't look at it like that. It's nothing. It doesn't mean anything about you. It's just how can we look at this objectively? How, you know, typical coaching scenario, how can I change perspective and look at it from through someone else's eyes? You know, what would I be saying to someone? It's all that yeah. kind of thing, isn't it? Where we can just step back a bit and look at it logically because we make terrible decisions when we decide from an emotional state, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Especially
0: and when it's get a caught state.
1: Up. Yeah, definitely get caught up in, you know, other people's sales pages or, yeah, yeah. you know, the highs and lows you know some people talk about being in business like being on a roller coaster and I'm like just get off like you are allowed to get off the roller coaster you don't have to sit on it you know and that is nice to celebrate the wins but yeah just be really kind to yourself if it's not going so well or something doesn't work out like compassion is key
0: (laughs) it really is that comes up a lot on these podcasts like self-compassion and self-love like it's going to carry you so far in your business yeah. so far and it doesn't mean being a it doesn't mean you know anything like that it is just having grace and just appreciating you because anyone out there running a business you're bloody amazing like yeah. you know you're facing so many fears so many doubts so many uncertainties and you're willing to go and do it and so many of the people listening to this are likely to be soul led that you know heart led like wanting to make an impact in the world so like you're all absolutely amazing so yeah keep going (laughs) yeah absolutely so let's talk about visibility fears then because I know this will be resonating with a lot of people so what have you got to talk you know what can you say to this like what what advice have you got or what's underlying it you know what causes it what can we do to overcome it
1: yeah so some people just don't like to be visible Mm -hmm. and I think you know, there are ways to build your business without having to do all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, there is that there's the case for saying, well, you know, if you really don't like it, and it's really not for you, it's okay to build your business a different way. But for those of you who feel called to do it feel really like pulled, but also a bit scared, you know, that that's a quite an exciting place, because, you know, it's like, listen to that calling. It's not about you. It's about your audience. You know, it's about who's listening. So first of all, I think the key is connection. Have that connection with who you want to reach, who's listening, what they're experiencing and how you can serve them, because then it just becomes so much easier because Mm. you're not getting in your own way because it's about that other person yeah Um, so I think that for me that's always a really good starting point is it's moving
0: from self to service basically yeah like who do you want to reach from a practical level for anyone listening how would they create that connection would it be a case of just journaling on who it is they want to help and why and how or how would you recommend doing that
1: yeah so I love I mean, I've got a very rich inner world. (laughs) My dream space is a wonderful place to go. So I always encourage people to, you know, connect energetically, you know, in your imagination, whether that's through meditation or just daydreaming. Some people like to do that with writing. Some people like to just go off and, and have an adventure in their mind, but connect with that as a real person. So it might be that you've got some clients that you've loved working with that really you love, you just light up, you know, thinking about it. Maybe you've got some people in a Facebook group that you belong to who are really struggling and you can use their stories as what you would advise for them or how you'd reach them. So I always think, you know, even when you're imagining, make it real. So find a way to make that connection feel really real does that answer the question does that help? yeah
0: completely completely and it really comes down to what you prefer to do like you said you can journal you can go into your imagination meditate visualize like whatever your way of sort of that inner connection is whatever feels right to you because again we can get in our heads about but I don't know how to do it and how do I do it perfectly and it is about letting go all of this is about just letting go of that bit by bit by bit by bit and just turning inside and just allowing something to come through because often when we just sit and allow something comes through right without the pressure yeah of doing it right and we all know like everyone that started this business like you know how you want to help you know who you want to help so all it is is really just getting you know just creating a deeper connection with that ideal I suppose isn't it
1: yeah and yeah, like you, like you say you've started this journey, you may have done some training or you may have read a book and or you may have had an experience that has changed your life and you want to share that with someone. So, you know, I sometimes recommend as well like looking back on your journey, your timeline because often, you know, people say their ideal client is like me 5 years ago or, yeah. you know, so look at your own journey as well, you know, where you were, even if you don't know anybody else's experience in that. What did your past self need? Mm.
0: Awesome. So they've made their connection with their, a deeper connection. They sort of understand. So they're feeling more motivated to get visible. What other blocks do you find tend to come up with your clients that they have to work through?
1: I think it's, you know, the classic, you know, perfection is what if I get it wrong? What if I say it wrong? What, you know, imposter syndrome, who am I to say this? Yeah. I'm not an expert yet. I'm just at the beginning of my journey. Yeah. I haven't got it all figured out. My life's not perfect. Oh, I've had all of, of these
0: guys. I've had yeah. all of these.
1: So, you know, it, again, it's that compassion with yourself. Even if you're a couple of steps ahead than where, you know, or your past self was, you know, like you have been on a journey and sometimes we can minimize that and we can say, oh, well, I'm, I'm not enough yet. You are mm. absolutely enough right now. And you don't need to know everything but your stories matter. Your experiences matter. And having, you know, I love with the imposter syndrome one, it's like the questions, who are you to do that? And then the reply is, this is who I am, you know, writing it down. Like I have overcome this, or I have got this qualification, or I've done this, or I know this, you know, like write it all down so you can see it and balance up that view of of yourself and remind yourself who you are and that's how you activate that confidence that courage and it is a bit scary you know like and I've had situations before where I've totally fluffed it like the cringe is real like it's okay it is a skill and just give yourself time as you're developing those skills yeah you know it's gonna like just start small just do what you can even if when facebook lives were like really a thing you know before reels and everything you know i'd say well just make a video on your on your phone you don't have to share it even just get used to 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 sharing your voice just getting used to seeing yourself on camera you know you don't have to share it to begin with yeah but just get into the habit
0: totally because that's the biggest thing is I won't know what to say. I don't know how to do it. I don't like my voice. I don't like my face on camera. Uh, It's like, no, they're just beers that are trying to hold you back. So just like, so you basically come up with the three step process so far, which is connect deep, you know, have a deeper connection with your ideal client, like really get to understand what you're doing this for and how you want to help them and where they're at. Then have a look at you and remind yourself of why you are the perfect. And it's almost like any of those questions or beliefs that come up, I'm who am I to do this? I'm an imposter. No one wants to listen to me. All these things, like for anything that's come up for anyone, they could just literally write that down and then write down the statement to contradict that and say, well, everyone does want to, people do need to hear me because of, and then write down several questions. And then it's just start small. So whether that's just recording yourself on a video or doing that first post, you know, but just start, right? Because we have to start. We don't want to force, but we can also sit still for years. If we don't take that action despite discomfort, right?
1: Yeah. And that self protection, you know, some people call it sabotage. I always call it protection. It's there for a reason, it's there as a friend to help you. So, you know, there's no point going into battle with it, Mm -hmm. it's counterproductive. So, you know, make that voice your friend, get to know the fears, get to know what they're trying to stop happening. Because sometimes Mm. that's really useful information. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't want to mess it up. Okay, be prepared. (laughs) Oh, I don't want, you know, like, oh, what if this happens? Well, what can you do to make that not happen? Or what will you do if it did happen? So then you've resourced,
0: you know? And then also with any fears, like there's different questions you can answer, but one of them is like, what is the worst case scenario? Because so often the worst case scenario wouldn't even touch us. But it's just, it's just built into such a big fear in our mind, right? Yeah. And when we and actually what, can break it down, it's like, oh my God, I'm I'm gonna be okay. Like it's okay. Yeah. And what's the best case scenario? Yes. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You know, like allow your imagination to go on that thought train as yeah. well.
0: I love you calling it self-protection and not self-sabotage. So many people resonate with self-sabotage. It's what I use too, but I really like that because this voice is coming from the ego, from the inner child, right? So it's all coming from fears, it's all coming. Our fear is to protect us. It's our brain trying to keep us safe. But there's a little girl inside us. But I've most, I've, I have got female entrepreneurs listening. I don't know if there's any guys. So maybe a little boy as well. But, you know, there is that little, little version of us inside that just wants to stay safe. And she gets louder and louder and louder the more we ignore her. Or, like you say, if we start trying to battle with it, then we're just going head to head and it just gets more intense and it doesn't help us resolve it. So if we can get curious, give, be compassionate and listen to that voice and say, again journaling i suppose you know what is it you're trying to tell me i love that yeah,
1: yeah and i love elizabeth gilbert big magic that book was a real kind of turning point for me in terms of my creative expression and she always says that fear is going to come along for the ride it's part of us it's yeah. who you know it's part of our makeup yeah. but it's not going to sit in the driver's seat it's sitting in the back it can't hold the map and yeah. it doesn't get to decide where we're going but it's yeah. going to come along and you yeah. know it does keep us safe. That's its job. And it does it really well. And <laughs> just keep it in the back. <laughs> you're just going to keep going. So know your place. <laughs> oh, that is
0: awesome. I love that. Thank yeah. you. I think this is really helpful so far. I'm sure this is helping a lot of people. So let's talk about selling then. Mm. So so many people, again, have a fear of selling, feel sleazy, feels icky, feels like you're pushing yourself or forcing yourself on someone, forgetting that, again, if we move from self to service again, actually, we've got something that can definitely help people. That's why we've started this business. We want to help people like what we have as a gift, like just because we're accepting money for it, it doesn't make it wrong. So selling is just really communicating how we can be of service to them and help them solve their problem. Right.
1: Yeah. And that for me, selling is about a win-win. Yeah. When you've got that balance of, I have something that can help you. I'm looking to buy something to help me. Mm -hmm. Let's have fun. Like, let's make magic happen. Like, that is a win-win. When we have all of this stuff in our industry about, like, I'm just going to manipulate you and I'm just going to, you know, disempower you and take from you and you're not going to be happy at the end of it. And, like, we've had these experiences or, you know, I'm going to buy something, I'm going to regret it, and it's not quite right for me because I didn't really know what I wanted. You know, like there's all this kind of imbalance. And of course, we don't want to do any of that, but we think selling is that. So it's like reimagining what selling is for you in your business. It is it enables you to serve, it enables you to carry on serving because if you don't sell, it's not sustainable and it's demoralizing because you're you've got this amazing thing, and you know, you end up either giving it away or not selling, mm. and then it, you kind of internalize that, and all these stories you're telling about you're not good and it's not, it's rubbish, yes. and, it's up and like again, it just takes you on that different kind of thought train. So, when you can really in your power confidently know this is something that I believe in that I think can really help people, and this is who it's for, and you communicate that in really authentic ways, and then you get to work with amazing clients and light up their world. Like, what's not to love about that, you know? And this is where
0: sales become effortless. Yeah. Like you said, I love, first of all, I love everything that you're saying because I know I've thought all these things. I know I've been in all these places and I know everyone that's listening has either already been through this or is going through this. So the nice thing is, like, none of us are alone. This is a real part of the journey, but that's all it is. It doesn't mean anything about you. It is just part of the process that we all end up having to go through, right? So I'm grateful for you sharing all of these things because it's so true. And what I really loved was you saying about, you know, how we end up seeing sales based on a lot of our negative experiences or the things that didn't work. I tried that and it didn't work. I tried that and it didn't work. The marketing was good, but the product wasn't good. Whatever. Mm -hmm. So we can end up holding sales equals that. And what we're forgetting, so many of the courses, the coaching, the programmes, the the tools like the like anything that we've invested in that has given us a massive change a massive you know that has transformed our lives we forget that that is selling yeah and where would we be if they hadn't sold to us and we hadn't bought like we would be stuck we would still be five years behind we would be you know so it really really is a gift because if everyone felt like this about selling then we wouldn't have anyone to help us through our stuff right yeah are I always say st-
1: that is like don't keep it to yourself don't be that mean like share <laughs> it you've been given this gift
0: yeah share it
1: and you know having those role models that people who do it really well you know that can be really good to follow those people and just to mm. see you know like what's working for them how they're doing it and find different role models that you can learn from and things like that because for me it's selling is a conversation it's a connection it's you know, can we make this work together? Is this a good fit for you for where you are? And it's a timing thing as well, because you might have the best thing in the world. So like, say, for example, you know, selling a house, for example, like I don't want to move right now. I am not in the market for buying a house, but one day I probably will be. And if, you know, it's about keeping those people in mind, like, oh, I'd probably go with that estate agent, for example, or You know, I'm not ready to buy a marketing strategy course right now, but oh, I just have this idea, and now I because I've been following Sarah, she's the person I'm going to go to. It's like that kind of is timing. So keep showing up, and it's not about I'm ready to sell my thing now because I'm in launch mode. And you know, if I have all of these sales, then you know I'm going to tell myself this story about how successful I am. Mm -hmm. It's like fall in love with the process. Yes, those outcome goals will come but keep showing up because in the beginning we show up and not a lot happens and it's being able to be resilient to that and saying as long as I keep showing up people will get to know me when they're ready and it's got to be on their terms and Mm. in their time scales then they know where to come because if, if I'm just kind of chasing people and saying buy my stuff and they're not quite ready that's when we get that imbalance of like, oh, it wasn't the right time and I didn't do anything with it. And, you know, so it's just like you can just relax into the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I love that. So it's again, like looking at these outcomes and these meanings and these attachments and understanding that, especially when you're at the start, it takes time to build momentum. But if we are like a turtle and we do a launch or we promotion out there or an offer, or, you know, we put one post out there going buy my thing and then no one buys. And then we just shrink back, our head shrinks back into the shell. And then we stay there for months and then we go and try it again. And like that itself has such a detrimental compounding effect on own self-worth because one, we're making it mean something about us. We're not willing to try, but we have to create, like you said, it's like there's a resilience. We have to be able to create our own personal power where we can, you've already said how you've got a really, what what was the word you used? Wealthy, not wealthy. What was the word you used about your inner world? Dribed I can't it. remember now. Perfect word. It was kind of like a wealthy, like it was just full. Rich,
1: yeah. Rich, yeah, um, a really rich yeah. inner
0: world. Like if we can lean more to that, because otherwise we are letting all our outside circumstances impact how we think, feel and act, which impacts our results anyway, and our point of attraction, our vibration. Mm-hmm. So it is just, again, it's a practice, it's a discipline, it's a mastery It's an integration and an embodiment that comes bit by bit by bit and compounds and gains momentum, but it's creating that personal power where we can stand there and it can be okay if no one buys, because now it doesn't mean anything about us. And that's when we are releasing the resistance and actually law of attraction is like, oh, you don't need it. There's no lack. There's no scarcity. You're all good. Right. Here's some, here's some, here's some.
1: Yeah. Because that prove energy. Oh. I need the universe to prove to me that I'm worthy by Mm. letting me sell 10 of these things, for example. You know, like that is not the energy for launching because it's desperate. It's like it's just so yucky and it repels people. Yeah. And they don't know why,
0: right? They're still getting value from the workshops. They're still enjoying it. They don't know why, but there's just some kind of disconnect. Yeah. They maybe don't get it.
1: So, you know, if you can be relaxed and enjoy what you're doing, be energised by it, letting go of the outcome. That is Mm. a key law of attraction component, isn't it? Letting go. Ask, believe, let go.
0: Hardest thing it's ever been for me is like control freak. Yeah. It's been my biggest journey and lesson.
1: But that is,
0: that's the trust.
1: That's the, that's when it can all start coming back.
0: And again, it comes down to what we've already talked about, which is going inside and building that inner value in yourself. Because if you create that inner value through rewiring your beliefs, through having, a you know, creating an identity shift internally, seeing your value, creating more confidence, you know, doing all this work inside, then you don't need the universe to prove it by giving you. you know, you don't need any proof of anything because you can see it in yourself and that then magnetizes people to you it makes you radiant it makes you magnetic it makes you shine it makes people want to know what you've got so it is all about this is how our internal world creates our external world like we have to go in and create from within otherwise we just end up reacting and responding to everything that's happening it feels like to us right we feel like victims yeah. of our own life and it's not easy and i'm not saying this you know, I know there's a lot of people that will feel like this right now. And I go through these phases too. I go through these phases and then I suddenly call myself out and I'm like, oh my goodness, I've done it again. Right. No, inside, 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 create, 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 not react. Right. Mm. Yeah.
1: I know. I uh, recently saw this job advertised and it was like this red herring, like every now and again, like I've just shown these, like, this is what you could have, you know, and it's just like, no, (laughs) (laughs) no. And then, you know, today I've got a note on my Instagram and it was from someone who you know bought the planner never heard of this person she left me such a beautiful thing that she's like I've got all this hope now I know what I'm doing next um, year and I was like oh, God, yeah. that's so amazing and like because I kept going because I believed in this and because I stuck to the course and you know there are going to be these little temptations oh just you could just come and do this or oh yeah. you could just go and Shiny do that pennies. And it's like, no, this is where I'm called. Yeah. And, you know, I trust I'm on the right path. I trust in divine timing. Yeah. And the good thing is, you know, when we first start out, our audience is going to be smaller. And the opportunities, you know, it allows us to develop those skills in a way that even if we do mess up,
0: not that many people will
1: see yeah, it. So, so it's true.
0: okay. It's so true. It's all building us and preparing us for what's to come, right? Yeah. We have to be able to handle it. The level of success that we want when it comes and it's these trials and tribulations and challenges that we get on the way these are our lessons these are our opportunity for growth and the faster we can move through them and it's not even a race and there's no pressure to do this but the faster you move through them the faster you will elevate and but it's okay if it takes you several times with the same lesson because again i've been here done that where you're banging your head on the wall going why is this still happening to me there's a lesson i don't know what it is you know like it, it gets better and better and you start recognizing things more and more. And, you know, this just this whole everything that's going on, wherever you're at right now is happening for a reason. There's a benefit to it. There's a lesson. It's teaching you something. You're growing through it and you'll just get better and better. And the beautiful thing of following what your soul's calling you to do is this is for life now. So does it need to be happening by next month? You know, if it, this is a life's work and what can come back to you is infinite in terms of impact, income, Health, wealth, abundance, joy, and what you're spreading to the world, like does it have to happen tomorrow? Or can it be an enjoyable and fulfilling and rich journey on the way? Right.
1: Yeah. And I think there's that quick wins, you know, like in our industry, it's like, oh, it has to be fast. Oh, I did this in one year. And, you know, and personally, my nervous system isn't geared up for that speed. Mm-hmm. But I'm not I'm not limiting it by saying people can't do that. Like yeah, yeah. you choose your pace. Yeah. And it can take as long as little or as long as you want, but as long as you're enjoying it and relaxed (laughs) along the way.
0: Totally. Otherwise we just end up making ourselves miserable. Again, something else I did. I've done it all, guys. I've done it all. (laughs) I've been everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. So like what we're saying is do it your way. Yeah, absolutely. And without judgment, without blame, without shame and just be okay knowing there is no straight line to success. No one knows how to get there. I've literally just been talking about that on another podcast. Steve Jobs says, you can only join the dots looking back. So stop trying to plan it all out and know the exact steps to get your how, because he didn't know, Richard Branson didn't know, Bill Gates didn't know. None of them knew until they got there and they could look back and go, ah, oh, worked out like this. Yeah. Because they leave room for miracles and surprises and magic and intuition and being led and being guided and synchronicities, right? So it doesn't matter that you don't know the how, just trust in what you're feeling, trust that you're following your soul's calling and that you're just being led more by your intuition than your logical, analytical, rational, fear-driven mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it takes part.
1: a lot of trust, doesn't it? You know, yeah. I often say That's like process productivity looks different for creative people. You know, yeah. for us, meditating on connecting with your ideal client yeah. looks just like you're laying down.
0: Yeah, and yeah. Society
1: tells you when you're laying down, you're lazy. Yeah. So it's like it's giving permission to do, to work in a different way. It doesn't... Yeah you know productivity doesn't always look like I'm sitting at my desk for eight hours hammering away on the keyboard Mm. it happens in the moments where we are relaxed and we let go and we're free that's when the inspiration drops in so allow that spaciousness and know that that is work
0: (laughs) it's reframing it isn't it because me going to the gym's productive because when I'm there with the endorphins going and the adrenaline and I'm feeling good and I'm feeling proud of myself because I've got my ass there you know yeah and then suddenly it's like I'll have five Facebook posts coming through and I've got my phone and I'm like trying to go on a machine I'm like but this is coming through and this is coming through yeah. And it's like how does that even happen and it's just allowing yourself space to allow if you are being led, you know wanting to be led through your intuition and this is what I found hard at the beginning when I first got into all of this was I was still in hustle and force mode. I was still like action, 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 action. So I wasn't leaving space for it. And it did lead to burnout, but I wasn't leaving space to actually receive the ideas that would make it easier, that would make yeah. it better. The, you know, the creativity. I did get inspiration, but I didn't leave enough room. So it's almost like allowing yourself space just to do nothing is sometimes the most productive thing you can do that week because you've just got a brainstorm of an idea or a massive solution to a challenge that's been going on forever
1: yeah and that's part of the letting go isn't it
0: yeah yeah and then the magic can happen (laughs) totally so before we finish up we just wanted to quickly talk about EFT didn't it because it's something that you with your clients so do you want to talk a little bit about it and then perhaps we can talk about how we could either use it for visibility fears or sales or just success in general like whatever you feel guided to
1: Yeah. So for those that have never heard, and it's becoming more mainstream now, but tapping is a way for you to calm that stress response in your brain. So I know it's going to be harder on the podcast, but I'll demonstrate because it's one of those things that kind of better to experience than just to watch.
0: After I've put this one on YouTube, I will drop for anyone listening, I'm going to drop this link back in the show notes so it'll be a couple yeah. of weeks later but i'll drop the show link in the show notes where you'll be able to watch sarah at probably around 40 minutes into the podcast
1: yeah so you tap on the top of your head and then third eye and you can just lightly tap the start of your eyebrow side of the eye under the eye between your nose and top lip and your, chin, and your collarbone on that sort of tender part And so this is one sequence and what it does, and I'm just tapping on my fingers and then my karate chop point, and it just literally resets your nervous system. So you might yawn afterwards or you might take a deep breath. You might feel a wave of emotion. You might not feel anything at all. You might think it just looks weird and you'd never do it, but I would recommend just being curious about it Mm. you know I got started my friend told me about it I thought she was nuts but I was curious so I just started tapping along to YouTube videos there's loads of them
0: Brad Yates Brad Yates classic he's got five Um, minute ones hasn't he for anything for wells for beliefs for confidence yeah
1: so you can use it for anything so there's a couple of ways to use it if you're about to do something scary and you're starting to feel Ah, that, that stress response coming, that fight, flight, or freeze, you can just do a few rounds of tapping and it just, that self-protection just kind of settles and you can move forward in that grounded space. I also like to use it to power up my affirmations. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we talked about this, you know, well, who are you? Well, this is who I am. You know, I am a strong, confident woman and I feel amazing and I know I can achieve my dreams. And, you know, you can use it to power up your positive emotions as well. You don't even have to say anything. So sometimes if I'm stressed or, you know, you can use it for different things like cravings, for example. So if I'm in the the temptation aisle, as I call it in the supermarket and I'm starting to feel tempted, I'll just do a little round of tapping and I don't mind looking weird in practice. Really, That's <laughs> yeah. so good. So it's like you can use it without speaking. You don't because sometimes I think people worry like, oh, have I got to say the right script. How do I know what to yeah. say? So, I would recommend, you know, if you wanted to get started with tapping, it's quite a nice thing to journal and then tap through and read it. Just tap through what okay. you've written.
0: And would um, you recommend just doing that in sentences rather yeah. than long paragraphs?
1: Yeah. And you don't even have to say it out loud. You can tap on feelings as well. So, like sometimes, you know, if some people are, I don't know, they get a tightness in their chest when they, mm. or in their throat when they start thinking about speaking. You know, you can tap on this tightness in my throat, the sensation in my throat. It feels restrictive or it looks like um, a dark brown color or, you know, you can sort of tune into the energy of it. So lots of different things that you can do, but really just start and experiment and find the way that works for you. So if you're about to have a sales conversation, do a few rounds of tapping, you know, imagine how you would like it to be if you're about to go and do some visibility stuff, if you're able to tap just notice the difference it it makes you feel, have those positive affirmations as well. Because, you know, sometimes I think with tapping, people tend to want to go to the dark side. Oh, I feel so terrible. Oh, it's really bad. And I feel awful and I'm such a bad person. But don't stop there. Do you know what I mean? Like right, keep yeah. going once you've done that. Now, how you would like to, yeah, feel. And because you're reframing a it. high, yeah, because yeah. I think otherwise it can just end up
0: you know spiraling. So, yeah, so, yeah, so the- I suppose you've got to start with the intention of reframing it, but all you're doing is giving voice. So, this is what I've done with limiting beliefs before yeah. is you know, I have this limiting belief, I have this limited belief that X, and so as you can, you go to do like five rounds or something, and as you get round to like the third round, it's like, but actually, and you start challenging it yourself, yeah. challenging yourself on it. And then saying how you want it to be. And because you're not really overthinking it because you're tapping, I suppose that's the blessing of it all. Things are just coming up for you to voice or you can write the affirmations and the reframes down. Like, And I suppose it, like with your sales conversation, you know, before you get on the set, you know, maybe I feel nervous right now, but it's okay because it's going to be all right or whatever. But yeah, And then you start saying how you would like it to go and how it doesn't matter what happens. I'm just going to yeah. enjoy the conversation. They exactly. go to the outcome. Yeah. It's, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to transform her life from one conversation or you know, if it's right it's right it's going to be right but it's going to be a powerful conversation those sorts of things I guess. Yeah. And I
1: think it's yeah, focusing on the what's empowering, both on how you'd like it to be as mm-hmm. well. And if there's stuff that comes up, you know, find a practitioner because, you know, it can be really deep as well. So, you know, for me there were certain parts of my story that I felt I was avoiding or I wouldn't I didn't want to go there. So it's totally okay to find some support with that because it can really shift powerfully. You know, it's a really powerful tool.
0: Amazing. Oh, that's so good. I can vouch for it as well. You do feel differently, unless when I've used it when I've been down in the depths of, you know, negativity or an emotional spiral, then it hasn't necessarily helped me then. But I think you just you need to know. When to use it, but it's certainly something that if you've, you're starting to notice something or you start feeling that anxiety or fear, or as a daily practice to overcome beliefs and fear, mm. like it's just it just shifts you like immediately, just after a few minutes of doing it, doesn't it? You just feel different. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah,
1: it's very energizing. And I noticed when I first started sort of tapping along to YouTube videos, I felt like a complete Wally and I was like, this doesn't work. I don't really know what it's all about. And then I had this complete, like, I just started crying. I had this emotional, like, release. And I, my heart felt like the most peace it's felt for, like, years. I was holding on to the oh. stuff that I'd let go of. And I was like, man. that I became yeah. a practitioner. Because I was like, there's something in this. Yeah. So, you know, it's okay to be sceptical. It's okay to not understand. But just be curious. Follow that curiosity. If you yeah. want to learn more, there's plenty of totally. resources out there.
0: And I love that. So what you're just explaining is like we have so many suppressed emotions, suppressed Mm. memories, suppressed. So, the way our subconscious works when we're younger, like when we can't when we haven't been able to deal with things, it gets blocked down. But as we get older and our subconscious knows when we're ready to be able to sort of release things and deal with things and, you know, sometimes it will. We get triggered massively around certain areas, don't we? Because it's just sort of bubbling away, ready to come mm-hmm. out. But that's what this can do because it, emotional freedom technique, that's what it's called. So it's allowing, like our emotions, we, we want to get to a point where we allow our emotions to flow through our body instead of being stuck anymore, like it's okay. We can handle this now, we can deal with this now. And, as, and if we start to see them as just energy, which is what they are, right? Energy flowing through as we start to release the memories, the meanings, the blocks. And again, it's a journey, a lifelong journey, right? But, you know, that's what's so powerful about it is that it does start to release some of this. So, yeah, yeah, and it's it's always at your
1: fingertips. That's what I love about it. It's not complicated. You can always do it wherever you are. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you so much. What I'll do, if you're happy for me to do so, I can share that. You sent me a YouTube link, didn't didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I'll pop that in the show notes because that's an even better... Demonstration, isn't it, where you just walk through it? So I'll make sure yeah. that's in the show notes so people can come and see you do that. So thank you. thank you so much. I've loved this conversation. We've covered so much, but yeah. it's all the fundamentals like behind the marketing, behind the sales, behind the strategy. It's like so many important things. So I'm really grateful for you spending the time with us.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: You're so welcome. I do have one last question. So this is something I ask everyone. This show is called Magnetic Success. Obviously, success is different to every single person. So I would love to know, what does success mean to you?
1: Like what I said at the beginning, it's that whole view that, so the plan is my fulfilled life. It's about fulfilment in all areas. You know, am I a good family member? Am I, you know, am I enjoying my business? Am I serving my community? Am I, you know, living in alignment with my values? Am Mm I contributing? in a way that feels really good am I receiving in a way that feels Mm. really good have I got that harmony you know with giving and receiving that's what success is for me I think it's it's about that that holistic view
0: 100% because there's no point being successful in one area or one part of your life at the sacrifice of everything else so yeah and then
1: it disappears and you've got nothing
0: yeah absolutely do <laughs> we've heard stories haven't we so many stories of that so yeah oh that's so awesome well thank you so much I've absolutely loved having you on I really appreciate it thank and you so much yeah I will speak to you again soon no doubt I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it's inspired you to unlocking more of the success that's already within you make sure you check out the show notes in the description for a full rundown of the episode and all the important links enjoyed this episode share it with a friend on social media and leave us a review on apple Podcasts as well let me know what you enjoyed about this episode and that review i really love hearing feedback from you and it helps me figure out how i can serve and support you moving forward and if you want to go deeper follow me on the grams at Kirsty kamarowskis for more inspiration or visit my website at www.mindmuse.co.uk